You're listening to the GD Podcast, the official podcast of Gaming Dads. Legends in game, heroes at home. What's up, everybody? It's Mike, Matt, and David for the GD Podcast. And today we're talking about kids' shows we loved and kids' shows we hate. So how are the how are the kids? How's your uh, how Melissa? Yes, yeah, Melissa. You remember this is like the boss remembering your name on the <laughs> on a on the holiday corporate card. Spelled it right and everything. <laughs> no, she's she's good, and um, you know her her daughter's at her dad's this weekend, so it's just us and the boys. Yeah, so. It's like the the dicks are rolling the roost at the moment. So. <laughs> All the penises are have taken over. <laughs> but that's not too bad. I mean, she was down on the floor playing with Star Wars toys with Jude earlier. So it's not like she can't hang with us. And Jude actually, you know, Judas, who's the youngest, is so very excited to have like a whole new set of games to play. Because Penny does this like creative play outside thing where it's like the fairy queen gives them missions and then they go mm. and like rescue animals and shit it's like the fairy tale version of octonauts so what happens when she plays outside <laughs> and jude is like wait we don't have to just shoot stuff <laughs> jude's like let's go play let's go play marvel let's play star wars let's play let's pretend we're killing zombies he's, he's seven and Penny shows up and she's like, how about we're magical animals who are rescuing other animals for the fairy queen? And he's like, fuck yeah, you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) They get into what we do. So, you know, they're, they watch the Marvel movies with me and they know that I love star Wars. And so they've seen all the star Wars movies and, you know, they seem to like it. And I always tell them, like, you don't have to like this just because daddy does. But sometimes I think they do. Sometimes I think they show over exuberance for a topic because they know that I like it. Like Star Wars. Yeah. You know, Jude's really into Star Wars. And Will is, like, into it, but he's not He's not a crazy schizo like I am about it. <laughs> <clears throat> I tried to introduce Star Wars to Oakley, actually. It, it's not really interested. It's, it gets a bit, but... He's, he just wants to skip to the, the, the fights with the lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. Those bits he likes. Yeah, I think it's hard to... I'm trying to think. We actually watched the first... You know, we watched Star Wars, A New Hope, Episode 4. First, um, <laughs> Willet and I, my oldest and I, when he was probably five or six. Mm. And um, the reason that he really stuck with it is because we had been playing the Lego Star Wars games. Yes. And so the Lego Star Wars video games, even even before they started putting dialogue in them, you know, we would play them together and I'd be like, oh, that's Obi-Wan, that's R2-D2, that's C-3PO. And like he learned all these characters from, from both, you know, trilogies because the new ones weren't out quite yet. So he learned all these characters, and that that way, when we started, I was like, you know, started watching the movies, he's like, oh, it's Han Solo. There's the Millennium Falcon. 
there's C-3PO, you know, like he was, he already knew these characters in Lego form. And so I think it was easier for him to like pay attention to it. And by the time we got to Empire, I have video that I took of him watching the reveal Mm. when Luke, when Luke and Darth are fighting and Darth Vader reveals that he's Luke's father. I have video of him watching it with his little fists clenched. (laughs) <laughs> like watching on the edge of like full of anxiety and, and nerves. Cause he has no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And it was like, it was incredible to see. And I can't believe even though we've played the Lego games, it still wasn't enough to spoil that reveal for him. Like he got, mm. he got to see it the way he was supposed to see it. And it's awesome. Yeah. But you know what I love more than anything is talking about Star Wars to people who aren't really Star Wars fans. <laughs> Me right here. Yeah, like I said, I could enjoy any of them. I get why certain ones were so poorly received by certain fans. I get it. If I were yeah. that invested into it and all the canon and everything, I would notice all the plot holes and how ridiculous certain things are. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm glad I'm a casual with it because it means, like I said, I, I haven't even seen all of them. Yeah. I, mean, two, I think the two newest ones I haven't seen. But I can just sit back and enjoy it for what it is. Just yeah, yeah. pure entertainment for the masses now. It's... Well, we were going to talk about childhood uh, TV shows, weren't we? Shows we love or shows we hate. Or yeah. We, I don't know, man, because there's, there's a lot. The UK had a lot of homegrown shows you guys didn't have. Yes, true. Seriously cool shit. Uh, especially yeah. when it comes to children's game shows were huge here when we were kids. Okay, one of my favorite shows when I was a kid was a kid's game show. So yeah. I definitely want to know what the UK had going on at the time. Oh man, growing up, what did we have? We had, there was this one called uh, uh, Neil's House. No, it wasn't Neil's House, but it was something else. So basically... The whole studio was like this house and you had to destroy, you had to literally, the, the kids had to literally tip yeah. the rooms upside down to find clues. And it'll be a clue oh. that'd be like, oh, the next clue is in the, is in the bowl that is on the shelf. But these were like, they were made up like the, the, the rooms were made up actually quite realistically. Mm. But um, yeah, that was really cool. We had that another sounds one really familiar. Yeah, maybe you guys had it as well. We had another one called Funhouse. I was going to well. say that one. I wanted to be on that show so badly for the go-kart race at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I bet we had a bastardized version of these shows because there's definitely a lot familiar to me about them tearing the, the room apart. Well, the yeah. good thing about Funhouse, it was like a giant soft play, basically. There were different stages, so you had a couple of teams, I think. I think there were a couple of teams, but anyway, um, yeah. So you, they got their like the gear on and their helmet, and they went crazy. Um, I remember the second uh, to final stage, they went through this big soft play frame thing. You know, you've got to climb up, and there's netting everywhere. Right, right. And you had to grab these tokens, these big, big tokens that were hanging by string in various places and kind of semi-hidden, and they had prizes on them. So you could win a TV, a holiday, all this kind of thing. So that's one reason why I really wanted to be on it. But then at the end, there was a race. So yeah, this is why I think there was a red team and a blue team. Um, so you got points all the way through. And yeah, Funhouse, yeah. man, I loved that series, that show so much. It's, so the one in the US was called Finders Keepers. Yeah. That's what the US oh, yeah, version that's, I, was. I think that's what it was called here, wasn't it? 
I think that's what it was called here. I'm not sure. Tearing the, the house apart to look for things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it started in the U.S. Actually, it filmed in Philadelphia, so not too far from where I am, which is also where Double Dare was filmed. Double Dare was the show that I watched when I was a kid that was like, I mean, I thought it was awesome. Looking back, it was like, it's just really nostalgia because <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of not a great game show. Like they they did physical challenges and stuff, and it was always like somebody was gonna get slimed because it was on the Nickelodeon channel, and Nickelodeon, that's all they cared about was dumping green slime on people. That was like yes. their slime was, like their, was their logo for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But Double Dare and Finders Keepers. I used to watch all the like Saturday morning game shows too with my family. We watched like Price is Right and uh, and basically any game show where you had to do something stupid to win money. My favorite show as a kid, I, I don't think the States had it, it was called Clangers. No. It's remade. It's available now. They remade it. And it's one of the few remakes of kids shows that hasn't been ruined. <laughs> Like Fireman Sam, that's been ruined, for example. I, I, well, I, I'm funny about it. I don't like when they take something that used to use puppets and stop motion and then creates a CGI version of it. Again, so the nostalgia is just too different for me. But Clangers basically is um, starts off looking at Earth and there's this guy narrating it and saying, um, far away on another planet, the Clangers live. And it looks a bit like the moon. <laughs> Um, and they're look, they look a bit like armadillos, I suppose they've got these, <laughs> these long noses and they're knitted, uh, puppets, you know, it's all okay. stop motion stuff and they live underground oh and God. they, they pop up to the surface and they're like bin lids, metal bin lids there. So it's like the front door kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it was a really cute show and the remake of it when i first discovered it is one of the few kids shows i could love to watch with my kids and i can actually enjoy watching it because they they've kept everything from the original and they it's still stop motion knitted um it's a lot smoother now because it's improved but yeah they've yeah. added things but they're actually nice additions like there's a lot more focus now on music and problem solving okay kind of stuff and yeah see that's just good. really cute I don't need my shows to be like full on educational for my kids. I just no, wanted very to subtle. I just wanted to engage them uh, mm. with like a little bit of of down to earth thought, like not yes. down to earth like don't follow your dreams that kind of thing, but you know just like something that's like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense in my real yeah. life. Let I me... recommend Clangers to anyone with young kids for that reason. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I got there's some there's some episodes on YouTube, so yeah, well, look up the original ones first, so then you can then look at one of the one of the new ones. So, like episode one from the original and episode one from the remake, and you'll see just how similar they are. It's kind of like ninety percent the same. Um, yeah. So I loved when I discovered that. I was like, yes, my favorite kids TV show. It's new again, and it's still brilliant. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything that that was really inspirational to me or something that I really loved as a kid. And like, I watched Mr. Rogers and I watched Sesame street and all that, but mm -hmm. I was more of a, of a, like a cartoon kid. You know, I wanted to watch the Batman animated series and DuckTales and all that stuff. So yeah. I don't know. There wasn't a lot. The and, and like the most exposure that my kids get to stuff like that is things they find on YouTube, and it's all like so much of it is just stupid. So much <laughs> of it is is like three trust fund kids from Palm Beach who built. You know, no offense if you have a trust fund and you're from Palm Beach, 
but they like they're like we build our whole house out of legos for real because we can afford it let's drive our truck through it yeah you know like they're just being stupid but it's it's not like vulgar or explicit content so it's okay for the kids to watch i'm just like why why are you watching this i just i it drives me nuts it drives me so nuts but i don't know like they would watch shows like octonauts Octonauts was awesome Octonauts. because they taught you real stuff about the fish that they were doing. And it wasn't. <laughs> I should do a metal version of the Octonauts. Yes, That'd be... please do. That'd be dope. But like it wasn't it wasn't ham fisted, you know, shoved down their face like it. They incorporated it into the, you know, show the facts that they were learning about these fish. Yeah, Oakley, he's really concerned about the Barrier Reef because of that show. Nice. I mean, Good. I would have See? I would have told him about it at some point anyway, but he just came to me one day and said, Daddy, we need to look after the Barrier Reef. I was like, okay, I... yes, we do, but where does this come from? He said, they are talking about the Neptunauts and the, the coral are dying. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's do what we can. So, yeah, I always feel so guilty when I don't have as energetic a response to one of those moments because got the, it. Oh, when a kid walks up to you and they're just like, dad, have you heard <laughs> the rainforests are being cut down? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like since the eighties kid, that's been happening. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like I feel, I feel so bad when I'm not as like, Oh, I know it's the worst. Let's get in the car right now and go fix it yeah mine are really sensitive to it like that like if, if either of mine see anyone dropping any rubbish on the floor they'll turn to me and say daddy he's naughty he's killing the world and i'm like, like yeah they are i'm just like i'll go with it like because i want them to understand that yes it's a, it's a shitty thing to do yeah keep, you, keep your rubbish and find a bin you lazy bastard <laughs> which reminds me we've got a dog shit problem around in my state right now Oh no, really? We have. Yeah, it started when all this snow was coming in the UK. I think um, people were just getting lazy and thinking, oh, it'll snow over it and it'll just melt away. Like, no, <laughs> it's frozen for a week. Now it's been revealed and it's everywhere, man. It's fucking. You left everywhere. your petrified shit everywhere because. Yeah. <laughs> and they're lucky I'm not in power. Uh, I'd feed into a tank of sharks. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I got way off topic here. <laughs> No, that's fine. I think we should make a kids a kids show about how terrible a person you are <laughs> if you don't pick up your dog's poop. Syndicate it in the UK three years from now. This problem mm. will be gone because the kids will be like, Daddy, did you see that man not pick up his dog's poop? <laughs> that's a pretty good English accent impression, I've got to say. It's not oh, bad. Thanks. I promise I won't do it often. You're like a posh kid from London. <laughs> see, that's yeah. See, that's the problem. I I don't actually know. I wish I was like talented enough and educated enough that I knew. Oh, well, now listen to my, come listen to my Yorkshire accent now. And but that's that, not that's not that how it happens. Yorkshire at all. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but I mean, like for my next trick, I will give you. That's about as Yorkshire as a burrito. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else they've they've watched. I, I don't want to make it sound like I hate everything that they watch on YouTube, but sometimes it feels so dumb. There's like, very little good content on there compared to the good stuff. Oh, yeah. the shit my kids watch on YouTube is just... I'm just like, 
guys, there is other things. There are other things you can watch <laughs> apart from these yeah. fucking morons. People with way <laughs> too much money. There was one my son's into at the moment. Like, I, I'll back up a bit. I tried to keep it completely banned from the house because I know how full of shit it was. Right. And um, one day I discover. I don't know if it was my wife or my mother-in-law or my father. Someone had let them watch it and became aware of it. And then it was just unavoidable from then on. But he's now watching, I don't know what the channel's called. And to be honest, I don't want to mention it because I have no intention of promoting it because I hate it. <laughs> um, there's these two guys who seem to have way too much money to wait to burn because it seems it's a house. They turned into like a kid-friendly toy house. Like they've got a, le- a life-size Lego brick sofa in there, and oh, they were man. running. The, the last episode he watched, they had this huge roll of um, what's it called? You know, the plastic with air bubbles in it. A huge roll of that, and they cut a hole open in it. And he had to dive in to find something. And my son turns to me and said, "Daddy, I want a roll of this stuff." I was like, "I cannot waste like a hundred pounds on a giant roll of this shit just for you to climb into it. You have real <laughs> toys. You have real books." We have real TV shows and things you could learn from. But no, these guys are running around a house destroying oversized man toys. Like, I mean, oh. <laughs> David's face is like, no, no, no. I just, I have no, I just, I don't have any, I don't have, it frazzles my brain. I watch this shit. I sit down, yeah, Dad, can you come watch a YouTube video of me? And I sit down and I'm, and I'm looking at him, looking at the screen like, the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Look at that. It's just, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Daddy, can you come and watch it? There was a considerable amount of helicopter parenting on my part when I first started letting them watch it because there's like a kid's YouTube app and yeah. it but it shows weirder, stranger shit than I think is on regular YouTube. So, you know, we, we talked, you know, we had our discussion about the internet and all that, you know, and 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 about YouTube. And for the most part, they're pretty good. They watch like people who are streaming Minecraft and Fortnite. Mm. And my youngest literally watches videos of people petting animals because he's allergic to so many animals that we don't really have a pet. So he watches videos of people petting pets (laughs) to live vicariously through them. And um, so like for the most part, the content they're watching is not you know terrible but every once in a while like one of these streamers will be doing a promotion that's not actually streaming and it's that's when you get the stupid like we're jumping off our three-story house onto a trampoline don't try this at home (laughs) (laughs) you say the the way that these people interact with each other is just like they're they're at a hundred miles an hour like that yeah yeah it's that it's that it's that I can see it directly piercing my children's brains, and I got, I got two sons with ADD, and I'm watching them like, these fucking people are not helping, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm looking at them, and they're just they're screaming at each other. I'm just it, it, yeah, it, it does. The way my... that it's edited too with those things, it really annoys me because it's I like to chill when I'm watching something and take stuff in, but it's just all. Cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. Quick, go to this, go to this. There's no break at all. There's no, there's no pauses. It's, uh, I can't watch stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like the worst Hollywood director. <laughs> and you know what? I, try and, I try and balance it out with it because they, it's so easy to, for them to fall down like these YouTube rabbit holes. And then before yeah. you know it, they're on some like, 
you know, sometimes sometimes they'll watch, they'll just watch like back to back different gamers like doing the same game and every now and then they'll come across one who will be like be swearing. I'm just like, oh, it's just I don't like this this is F words coming through the speakers, man. This ain't this ain't the one. This, we can't be doing this. <laughs> You've you have found the wrong video. <laughs> Captain Planet. Bucky O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare, man. Yeah, I love that. Bucky O'Hare, oh my god. I don't I don't think I ever watched Captain Planet. Um, how do you? Uh, forty-two. Okay, yeah. almost. I'm forty-one. I shouldn't do that before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Bucky Captain Planet might have been a little bit before you. <clears throat> just a, yeah. just a tiny bit. So I'm thirty-five, and it hit me right smack bang in the seven or eights where it needed to. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do, I do remember it. I just know that I never, I never really watched it. I was more of a Masters of the Universe GI Joe kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. insane to me looking back now. You know what's what was always great about the GI Joe is that nobody ever died, no one ever died. But it's the most American show you could possibly imagine. <laughs> it is literally a private military force not associated with the U.S. Army defending America well, defending the world against a terrorist organization, <laughs> but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever died. There's, there's red lasers and blue lasers coming out of the guns and people would get hit and get stunned and they would never die. Anytime a plane was shot, there was a parachute. Everybody always lived. It was insane. Oh man. What else was there? Power Rangers. Power Rangers was the ship and the originals, the very first I was one. Big into that. Yeah, Power Rangers. That was also, I think, just a little after I was really into it. Cause it yeah. like for me when it first came out, I was like, This is cheesy. I'm not I'll I'll watch real martial arts movies. I'm not gonna yeah. watch this. So I know I was old enough that I didn't get it. I was I was eight I was eight when it came out. Mm. Oh wow, okay. So, so yeah, that would have made old, you but no, 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 but at that, at that age, it counts. Yeah, yeah, 15, so, 14, 15. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Uh, I was really was into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yes. when it was still called Ninja Turtles, I think, before they changed it to Hero Turtles. But I was that, yeah. me and my friends were that into it. Obviously, they don't have full hands. So we used to, when we used to play it on the playground at school, we'd do this. You know, turn our hands, pretend we only had a few yes. fingers like they did. And next to our school, I was quite lucky with it being like a s- small rural town. Um, my school had a large field next to it that they let us play out when the weather was good enough. And on that field, there was this um, this like uh, great, uh, I don't know what you call them in the States, you know, and there's a sewer underneath. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah. A like a manhole cover. Sure, yeah. It was one of those, and um, we used to like believe that they were. We thought that the turtles were real at this point, because um, <laughs> we'd seen the films and that we we thought they were real, and that the cartoon was just based around them. So we were convinced that the turtles were down there somewhere. So we'd be like saying to them, we were trying to find Splinter, and um, ask if we could start training. And yeah, I was mega into it. That's awesome. What, what was I the was, guy? What was the which the one's name? Was it uh, Raphael, the red one who yep. had those three? Had the uh, sigh. That was the yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, sigh. He was my favorite. Raphael is awesome. I was actually, I was, I have a great short story about the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, if I may. You may. I was eleven years old. My brother is ten years older than me, so he is twenty-one, and he had just 
had a whoopsie daisy gotten his girlfriend pregnant. So I did not know this quite yet, um, except that he was very distraught about it in general because it was not planned. And uh, they, (laughs) so my mom, I guess for a while had been trying to figure out how to have the talk with me. Cause here I was 11 years old, about to be 12. Like we'd already had the, the sex ed in, in, in school where they tell you about puberty and, and all that stuff, but not really like gone into detail about the birds and the bees. Well, we went to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the first week, first weekend that it was out. And we went, we went to the mall, you know, this was before the internet. So we didn't bother to call for tickets. We went to the mall. That's where the movie theater was. It's 45 minutes from my house. The first two shows that we could have seen were sold out. So she bought tickets for the later show. We went to go walk around the mall and we, you know, have a sit in the food court. Well, we're in the food court. And this is the moment when my mother decides like, Hey, we got some time to kill. And she just, I will ne- I will never exactly remember what she said that launched the conversation, but to paraphrase, it was the equivalent of, I would like to talk to you about sexual intercourse now. <laughs> <laughs> While I was in the middle of my McDonald's hyped up, I had probably just been rambling about the Ninja Turtles to her for the past like 20 <laughs> minutes because I've been dying to see this movie because I loved the cartoon and them. So yeah, and so she proceeds to launch into, it's like just the sex talk. Do you have questions? A penis goes in in the vagina, like the whole nine yards with her 11-year-old son in the food court of a mall <laughs> waiting to see the Ninja Turtles. And like, I have, I had a pretty good relationship with my mom. So like, it was weird, but it wasn't like super weird. It wasn't like out of left field. She did that kind of stuff to me all the time. She'd corner you in a room and be like, you know, I, I don't know. Do you have we have we talked lately <laughs> about using deodorant on our underarms? Like, mom, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me explain to you because eventually somebody's gonna want to get close enough that they're gonna smell you. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So that's my anyway. That's my Ninja Turtle story. I got my sex talk in the food court <laughs> of the Granite Run Shopping Mall, waiting to see Corey Feldman as the voice of Donatello. But but it didn't spoil the movie for me. By the time we got into the movie, I you know, it wasn't weird, and I had a whole shitload of more questions. <laughs> <laughs> you try to focus on the movie, and you, you're trying to yeah. think, why does this happen? Why does one? Why? <laughs> <laughs> never had to talk with my parents. My parents never gave me the talk ever. <clears throat> no. Oh man. Probably no, explains well, why I'm a little bit left field. <laughs> my I learned, I learned everything from yeah I learned I learned everything from everywhere one of my favorite <laughs> memories of, one of my favorite memories from school was to do with the sex education thing actually because it only lasted a couple of weeks I think they kept it to a bare minimum it was a Catholic school so they were very <laughs> very conservative about it and um, they probably did it quite reluctantly and um, so anyway they, they got to the end of it all and the teacher um, says right has anyone got any questions you know be complete there are no stupid questions ask away obviously no one wanted to raise their hand because everyone was either embarrassed or found it funny or anything at that age because they're only like 12 years old 13 but one guy decided to put his hands up and he was dead serious I felt so sorry for him I tried not to laugh though everyone was laughing oh man and his question was when do boys start their periods 
Oh, so I'm like, man, I'm so glad men don't have periods. Well, you imagine man. what that would be like. You're, like. you're going for a piss and then, oh, shit. Uh, am I ill or am I on my, my period? <laughs> that We're that lucky. would be. Yeah, no, I, I don't envy. Never will. Um, I think it's I am very grateful that that does not happen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of perks to being a guy. Let's yes. be honest. Mm. This 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 episode definitely took a turn, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hold on, I have, a, I have a child incoming. All right. What oh, up, dog? Sneak it in. Oh, hey. What up, dude? I'm sorry. I mean, you're not. He's crawling on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> we can still see you, dude. I was expecting this little hand to raise up and sort of wave. It is. It's coming and taking my phone. Oh, in his way. Oh, I'm in the way. <laughs> that reminds me, your your little hand that you're saying that, it reminds me. Mike, this is this is this is a crazy side of, of, of some things in Europe. In uh where where we where we holiday sometimes in France, these little villages they have uh, they just have these quirky little celebrations of seasons. And one of the celebrations of seasons in this village is is uh, where they celebrate the summer. Uh, they celebrate like these calves. So what they do is they fill like this paddling pool with water, and then they'll put like a an adolescent, a pre-adolescent uh, male. Your job is to try and coax him into the paddling pool, and if you manage to do that, you win the calf and. Oh, it's, a calf! Sorry, yeah. I misheard. I thought you were talking about a child. Uh, no, <laughs> what the fuck? What? What the uh, fuck is this? <laughs> that's not just quirky. That's wrong. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go on. Go on. They so really do calf. things different down south. Let me tell you. So you win the calf. If do you take turns, or is like there are a bunch of people that no, come to me, come to me, come here. No, there's a. Uh... You, I can't remember. You win, you win a whole bunch of stuff. It's a village fate type thing. <laughs> but like, my family went one day, and and it was this dude who uh, he'd managed to to kind of wrestle this this bull into this into this uh, paddling pool, but he had fallen over. And the announcer, like the village announcer, was sort of having a laugh, and this thing was going kind of nuts. It was like jumping up and down on him, just going a bit mental in his paddling pool, like <laughs> you know, he's jumping up and down, and he was splashing water everywhere, and then it stops, but it's still standing over him. And like the village announcer, right, just for a laugh, he didn't realize, but he goes, "All right, Jean Paul, now what you need to do is just slowly raise your hand up and pat it in between the eyes, right." And everyone's laughing, 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 and then like slowly <laughs> and reaches up and pats this thing between the eyes and it just goes absolutely fucking doolally. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> yeah, those old those old redneck games, man. See that that would have been a fantastic and well televised children's show in America if we had, had <laughs> That's the cow. If PETA had let us Oh man! <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, man. British children's TV has also had some creepy shit. Oh, I bet. I bet. I mean, Canadian stuff is weird too. It's their fault that yeah. uh, for Caillou. <laughs> Caillou oh, is Canada's true. fault. It's true. 
You know, it's French for stone. <laughs> nice. No, I, <laughs> let me tell you, I watched probably the worst kids movie I think I've ever seen the other night. And I was kind of grateful to be able to come to this episode simply because I thought like, I, I, I seriously thought it was, I was making it up like how bad it was. It was called Pets United and they just made it for Netflix. And it was made by a German filmmaker, Reinhardt Klaus, Klaus or something. It's basically like a cheap Pixar movie, you know, animated animals getting up to hijinks. Well, Pets United is the is one that Netflix paid him to make. And it has the most like convoluted plot and storyline and some of the most boring voice acting and animation I think I've ever seen. And my seven-year-old loves it. He <laughs> loved it. And he insisted that we watch it. And like, I didn't know what to expect. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Great. Fine. Everybody gets to pick a movie usually at, at, at our house, you know, or a TV show or something. Depends on what we have time for. Mm. Great. Let's watch Pets United. An hour 32. Perfect. Great. We'll be done out of here. Bedtime. And then, and then it starts, and it, I didn't find out until afterwards, but it is very clear that this has happened. The movie was made by three different studios, one in the UK, one in Germany, and one in China. <laughs> they all made different parts of this movie, and then the voice actors did the voice over it. The, the, it takes place in the future, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the plot that it takes place in the future, that there's flying cars and robots everywhere. It is a society where AI and robots have kind of taken over, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for the plot at all. So at one point, all of the people in the town get imprisoned by the robots. And I swear it happens like right away. And it doesn't matter because the, the city is mostly populated with animals who are speaking. So, so then while all the people are gone, I swear the, it was just an excuse. So they didn't have to animate humans because all the robots have the same kind of voice. It's just blocky animation. So I think they did it to make sure that all of their extra characters were just copy pasted robots. Wow. So the animals find this lost tiny robot that's like a robot pet. And so the real pets stand united to find this little robot pet his way home. But the robot pet's been discontinued by the robot master. And so the robot master sends robots after the robot pet to kill it, which is like never really explained. But what I started to understand <laughs> was happening. <laughs> and there's just like the dialogue. The only, the only actor in this that I recognized is Natalie Dormer, who was Marjorie Tyrell in Game of Thrones. She's that really mm. like, I think she's really hot. She's got that little snarl, that little sneer when she says something. <laughs> But she's like the biggest build name on this movie. And and all of the dialogue is like super flat. Like they didn't know what they were recording when. Like they recorded scenes out of order. I mean, and then the animation, they're like, oh, here they come. Here come the dog catchers or the stray catchers. And then the animals kind of like mill around while the, <laughs> and they like, they hide by like just crouching. 
and that's it like there's no yeah so it's like it's like they took all these shortcuts to just animate as little as possible they have a dance party at once and the animals are just kind of bopping (laughs) side to side like one of them's moving its head so its ears are moving but it's so it was just it was just mind-numbing confusing awful garbage and you know he loves it so great and you know they also like they like when i you know watch the marvel movies with them and we watch star wars together and Mm -hmm. i'm trying to introduce them to batman the animated series and clone wars and stuff like that so every once in a while when they have a suggestion man i swear it's like it's like rolling the dice you have no idea what you're gonna get like is this gonna be something that's you know actually really enjoy like you know I don't know. A good example would be like soul or, you know, something like that. Something with like real heart and real good storyline. Or is this going to be pets united against robot armies that don't matter? It was so weird. Do not watch pets united. Any dad. So avoid it then. Yeah. (laughs) And hope mine don't come across it. Cause that sounds terrible. Yeah. I tried to have as much fun with it as I could. At least Mel was there suffering through it with me. So I tried to have as much fun as I could. I thought about you playing that awful game and like just enjoying how bad it was. Yes. So at least at least she and I would like share a look like what just happened? <laughs> Why did <laughs> there was this big awful thing that was about to happen and then it just didn't happen. It just switched to a new scene and now everybody's fine. Like what? <laughs> so disjointed. <laughs> it was crazy. So that's that's my least favorite kids movie now I think I've ever seen. It came out in 2019 and I watched it two days ago and it couldn't have been more perfectly timed. I don't know what my worst, <coughs> sorry, my least favorite movie is. I know my least favorite show is Peppa Pig, <laughs> like many. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I'll, when, just to wind my kids up, my son finds it hilarious. My daughter, not so much because she loves Peppa Pig. But you know the song, so instead of saying Peppa Pig, I'll say things like bacon sandwich, <laughs> pork chops, just because I, I want to stick them on a barbecue. Except for Daddy Pig, I feel sorry for him. No, seriously, I I find it. I don't want to get too serious here, but when you look at the undertones of it, I find like he's he's like he's undergoing emotional abuse. Like he'll constantly be down sp- spoken to. Like he'll make suggestions. He'll try and do some good parenting, and then Peppa Pig will be a little shit, and they'll. And, <laughs> Like mommy pig will laugh it off and was like no no pepper's being a little shit you're, you're come on she's old enough to know better now do parent parent that pig oh yeah no i i'm glad no wonder that... no wonder he's overweight and trying to laugh everything off he's fucking depressed <laughs> oh no that hits home no i think there should be daddy pig appreciation <laughs> society i really should we we can daddy start pig needs one. help we should daddy pig needs help we need to stand up for him all right, Dan Einengol. Dan Einengol needs to make a, a a Chevron Shield logo yes. to stand up with Data Pig. What's his name? <laughs> his name's just Daddy Pig. Oh, okay. I don't think that's a good point. Arm <clears throat> Daddy and Mummy Pig's name. Look at that. They don't even they don't even need a name. That's how little they matter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of like SpongeBob, that kind of stuff. But oh they don't, man, I they don't, hate it. I never understood the, yeah. the like for it. SpongeBob is awesome. Oh, go away. <laughs> right. And that wraps up this episode because I don't <laughs> want to talk to this guy anymore. Bob's Bye. Burgers. <laughs> well, his voice and I, love, I love that random humor. My kids love it too. 
They, we live for it. It's my family who's got that random shit here. I'm all about it too. Like that's the funny thing is I'm all about theater of the absurd. But when I was a kid, Ren and Stimpy was really big, and I was one of the only people yeah, that didn't like I it. it. I thought it was see, I thought it was like too much. It was too much for me to watch. It was too over the top. And I get the same feeling from SpongeBob. I don't it's think they get like, away with making Ren and Stimpy these days. No, probably not. It's creepy looking back on some of it. Some of yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Strange. There is some stranger stuff out there. There's um, there's one that's made by the the makers of Rick and Morty, which I've just started watching. It's called, <laughs> it's called. It's not the interview show, is it? What is it? Um... No, it's called So Solo Something. Uh, I can't remember now. It's about these aliens who have who have kind of crash landed on on Earth. They're kind of alien refugees. And they're like they're absolutely treated like shit, and they hate the humans, but they've got no choice. But uh, oh, they've man. got this alien technology, and they they just started kid like at one point they just started kidnapping people and shrinking them just to make like a like this kind of ant farm kind of. Is it called Solar Opposites? That's the one. I just googled it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. It's really funny. Yeah, for the most part, I don't know. This is probably irrelevant, but I also at at one time. You know, I did have to endure the age of Barney because I had nieces and nephews who were the perfect age for Barney. So I was in my 20s. Barney was pretty annoying, but I also like saw the kids enjoying it. But it's just like it's just a whole lot of smiles and chuckles and it's okay. I'm like, oh, it doesn't always have to be okay. Let the children have feelings. (laughs) Did you guys know? Did you guys know the big bird? Right, you know the Big Bird character from Yeah Sesame Street. Did you know Sesame Street? There is Sesame Street in several different languages, and Big Bird is different in all those different countries. No. So let me see. So, um, oh my god, different as in his character. Yep, yep. It's yep. like the multiverse of Big Birds. Oh, it really is. This is his Turkish cousin. That's Turkish Big Bird. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Um, is yellow offensive to these other countries or no idea (laughs) they're all Uh, like pink and blue this is big bird in portugal oh see now i can get down with that that looks like our philadelphia mascot gritty that big bird looks crazy yeah um big bird in brazil looks like he's he's a crackhead that's crackhead (laughs) oh my god that looks i was just gonna ask are any of these even getting slightly inappropriate (laughs) that yeah that looks I mean, like that's a, that's a scary big bird man that is an acid nice. nightmare right there is yeah, <laughs> fucked oh. that looks like an apex predator of some <laughs> far-off alien planet yeah it's crazy man. <laughs> i know what i want my next halloween costume to be don't you know i'm big bird from brazil that <laughs> 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 is mad that's scary man yeah. well that will never be the same I am glad that most of my Sesame Street memories are locked neatly away in that cloudy age before the age of reason. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I saw that on the internet the other day. I was like, someone's having me on. I need to watch a clip of that. I need to hear what he sounds like. I'll tell you what's, I'll tell you what's hilarious. I'll tell you, I checked out Turkish because my wife's half Turkish. So we looked at Turkish Kermit the other day. <laughs> Whoever that act, whoever that voice actor is, he had a hard job to do, and he he, he did it, man, because that was Turkish Kermit. Sometimes, like when you get voiceovers, especially of like English and or American stuff, it can just sound really, really weird. But the dude who did Turkish Kermit was 
fair play to him, man. He did Turkish comb. Garibaldo? That is okay. Big Bird's name in Brazil. Is that his name? Garibaldo. 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 Yeah, that's a scary name. And that sounds like the name of a horror film. Here's Garibaldo. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> Hi, kids. I'm Big Blue. <laughs> oh, man, you've made me knock over my webcam. Here we go. I'm okay. Hold on, there's a compilation. I just found a compilation on YouTube. Of what the... Garibaldo. Can you bring oh, the man. audio into the episode at all? Share sound. Here we go. I am so sorry. Let me start over. It's just a guy's voice, unfortunately. But can you see it now? Yeah, we can hear it. I'm already scared. You're scaring the kids. <laughs> it's okay. This bird is not going to eat you. Or am I? Look at him there. <laughs> That thing is oh, terrifying! It looks terrible. Its eyes are straight. It's just like, if you wanted to punish your kids with something on YouTube rather than let them watch something for fun, this is what you would show them. Big Bird's supposed to be this loving, adorable character that everybody loves, but no. I, I, can you imagine the merchandise? Like your kid wants that for Christmas. I want a Garibaldo doll. Oh, I will be on eBay. Yes. Yes, you should get one and just have him perched right there next to you. I'll be hunting one down. Yeah. All right. Look, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Um, thank you again, guys. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, leave us a five-star review and we will read it on the podcast definitely check out everything that we have available on our Facebook page. Check out Instagram. And if you want to reach us at the GD Podcast, just make a post with the hashtag GD Podcast or send us a message at gamingdadspod at gmail.com. David and Matt, it's always a pleasure. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you again and I got to do my British accent for you, which is not a Yorkshire (laughs) accent. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Take care. Game. Thank you. Good game. Thank you all for listening to the GD Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow Gaming Dads on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. You can reach the show at hashtag GD Podcast or GamingDadsPod at gmail.com. For more information... Dad, are you recording? God damn it.